Hey everyone, welcome to the Uncore Corner Podcast, where we cover the full spread of food and beverage industry topics. My name is Nick. I'm an accountant with a passion for barbecue, beer, and whiskey, and I'm here today with my co-host Bianca, a PR and marketing professional by day and food and wine connoisseur by night. Bianca, we have a very special episode today. I'm excited for it. It's a little bit bittersweet. Uh, I'm not sure how to feel about it. I'm excited. I'm also kind of let down. But our guy, Tommy Brady, is going to the Super Bowl again. And this time, not for the New England Patriots. Traitor! I'm happy for him. <laughs> he gave us a lot of good years. He gave us a lot of uh, nice Super Bowls and, you know, fun time celebrating and rubbing it in other people's faces. But Doesn't make him any loss of a traitor, but it's fine. Yeah, well, moved on to bigger and better things with this guy, <sighs> Rob Gronkowski there. But anyway... Ouch. They are, hopefully, I'm still rooting for him. I still like the guy, and I, I'm hoping he does good. So I would love to see him beat Kansas City this weekend. What's your stance on the game? Who do you want to see win it? Are you still anti-Brady because you're still being a little bit sour of him leaving? I'm, I'm more one of those, what do you call it? You know, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself bandwagon, but like, Unless the Patriots are playing, I don't really care. I usually go for the underdog, like when the Eagles won back in the day, you know, like that kind of stuff. Like it's fun, even if we lose to them, like it's fun to see new teams win. And that's like my opinion. So I don't know. We'll see. Tampa's definitely going to be the newer winning team compared to the incumbent Kansas City Chiefs. So that's who you're going to be rooting for then. I'm going to go with them, I guess, just because I think it's nice to give other people a little shot in the spotlight. But because Tom Brady's on the team, it doesn't – I don't know. I don't know if it's the same because he already gets all the spotlight. Before, before Tommy Brady was over there, they had no business being in the playoffs, period, though. So That's he kind of turned that team around. You know, obviously they put the pieces around him and the defense is not standing. But uh, I'm hoping they do it. I'm, I'm really happy. here for the food and the booze. So that's, you know – what and I that's what to. I'm worried about because I haven't eaten dinner yet and this podcast is going to make me very hungry because today we're going to be talking our favorite food and booze. Did you say you haven't eaten dinner yet? I haven't eaten dinner. To everyone listening, it is uh, 9.30. <laughs> I'm not going 9 30 p.m. It's, <laughs> it's past my prime. I had a liquid dinner tonight. I've been drinking a cocktail all night to be determined later or I'll kind of... When we get to that segment of the podcast and we talk Super Bowl cocktails, I will release what I'm drinking. But for now, I'm just going to keep sipping on it. But I say we get into the pot <laughs> drinking a little bit later. Alex just texted me and told me I am drunk, although I'm not. Um, <laughs> but let's start off with the favorite foods. So I think we just kind of go down the list here. <laughs> go back and forth and uh you tell me um, one of your favorite Super Bowl foods we'll discuss it and then I'll give you one of mine and we'll go back and forth well the go-to is buffalo chicken it's something we always make to be honest it's not like my like favorite but it's not a normal game day without so buffalo chicken. you I think you have to back up a minute are you talking just buffalo in general or are you talking wings tenders <laughs> buffalo chicken dip which is on my list buffalo, buffalo so i'm looking at buffalo chicken in general 
So just like if there's buffalo, there needs to be some sort of buffalo chicken involved. Not necessarily dip, not necessarily one or the other, but like we'll do like wings or like we'll do a dip or we'll do, you know, what usually wings are dip. I mean, I don't think there's really anything else, but the, I feel like it's not a normal game day with a buffalo chicken. I don't know if that's a New England thing or if that's just a football thing. I have no idea, but that's definitely a thing. I'm definitely on board. The first thing actually I wrote on my piece of paper here, I took some notes so I didn't forget everything that I've been thinking of over the past couple of days as we've been preparing. Uh, but chicken wings was number one on my list and then followed up after chicken wings was buffalo chicken dip. So I was right in the same wheelhouse with you there. Well, we also just shared our blog on our fiery buffalo chicken wontons. So if you want to get real crazy on game day, we highly recommend checking that out. It's on the gram too. And we're entered into a contest. So let's go fiery buffalo chicken wontons. <laughs> Beautiful segue. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So I'll follow up, change it up. I am going to go with nachos slash tortilla chips. I think you can go a couple ways here. I am not opposed to tortilla chips with some uh, salsa, maybe some queso. Uh, definitely something good to have on the table if you're going to be dipping some guac. Uh, but I would prefer going with a nice loaded nacho, some ground beef, some jalapeno, maybe some onions on there, and uh, some sour cream. You know the deal. When you have some good loaded nachos, that's definitely a good one. Put out a big old tray of them on the table. Let everyone pick around them. You know, obviously, you're not going to be doing big gatherings this year. It'll just be you and me probably just being fat eating all of them by her lonesome but uh it's definitely definitely a good one to have on the repertoire and in the future years something good to have in your big super bowl parties because it's easily shareable that is true you can just make a huge big thing of table-wide thing of nachos get a blowtorch and just <laughs> Big table of nachos. But you probably do the blow torching outside, not in your living room. I don't know. We're getting crazy. <laughs> I don't want to be crazy at that party with you. Uh, okay, okay. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go completely opposite because technically, I don't think it's considered like game day specific. But I always have cheese and crackers, like a cheese board, cheese crackers. I like to, on game days, do something spicy. So I'll do like some sort of like spicy component to it. So it'll be like pepper jacks and, and things like that. Maybe like a jalapeno stuffed olive or something cool. Uh, but I usually do do a cheese board. So this this year I'm making a, what we're calling a uh, game day finger foods board. So I'll be doing mott sticks, potato skins, wings, Throwing some other stuff on there. Definitely dips. So we're going to get a little little different this year. But we're going to do a little mix of everything. So that leads Healthy me... Healthy unhealthy food. <laughs> of course. I mean, it's Super Bowl Sunday. You got to get unhealthy yeah. with it. Uh, that kind of leads me into my next one, which was actually potato chips, which seems like kind of an easy answer. You just grab a few bags, throw them out there. But throwing out, I'm going to say ruffles. Or some wavy potato chips like Lay's Wavy or Ruffles, something like that, uh, with some French onion dip yep. or some sour cream dip, something like that. No, it's going to be a hit. French onion dip's the way. I think so. Some people, yeah. you know, 
some people like the sour cream, but I think French onion is definitely the way to go. That one's my number one when it comes to dipping chips. Uh, but even if you're just throwing out some bowls with some different potato chips, uh, you know, you can't go wrong, especially yeah. some of those flavored ruffles. This is kind of probably sacrilege doing Super Bowl Sunday because it is a Canadian flavor, but you throw out some all dressed chips or those, uh, the cheddar ruffles, those cheese ones, the cheese flavored ones. Those are delicious too. I love those. That's my next pick. Oh, and we always have kind of related to nachos, like uh, fresh guacamole, like a big bowl of guacamole. Well, that was part, I said nachos slash tortilla chips, that you throw that in there as well. Throw the guac in there. Or like a chili, like you can eat the chili with your chips. And you just led into my next item, which is something that I know we've done personally in our family, our mom's white chicken chili. No, we go, we go regular dark beef chili. I'm going the white chicken one. I think it's better. I think the white chicken one is perfect one. I agree. Nachos into. And I also like to mix it up with some (laughs) eggs and throw it in breakfast burritos in the morning. So if you have a little bit of hangover after Super Bowl Sunday, you need to get to work on Monday. That'll, you know, grease you up a little bit and help you feel better. Okay, that will grease you up a little bit, you guys. You heard it from Nick. From his mouth to your ears, you can grease it up by eating your chili the next morning. (laughs) What you do is you take the white chicken chili, you take some eggs, and you take some crushed up tortilla chips, you mix it all up in a scramble, maybe with a little bit of cheese, some of that Mexican blend cheese, and you throw it in a tortilla, wrap it up like a burrito, and then you put the burrito back in the frying pan to fry it up a little bit. So you get that nice crispy tortilla. It seals it in on that seam. So it's not just all floppy and weird. That's the way to do it. Okay. Well, can't say I've tried it. I'm not saying I wouldn't try it. So we'll see. Make we'll some white chicken it. chili for your Super Bowl and try it uh, Super Bowl Monday. Yeah. Is it, wait, is it Monday night? What is no, Sunday? it's Sunday, but Super oh. Bowl Monday is the oh, day after. Oh, 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 okay. I'm like, what kind of Super Bowl is it? Yeah, with the program. Come on. <laughs> Do you have any other favorite Super Bowl necessities to have? I mean, I feel like for food, it's just, it's just that. It's just all the essentials. Like all that fat, I'm going to feel like an absolute ball. I'm going to feel like the potato I just ate later, but it's worth it. You know. I, th- I think you got to throw in something that's a little bit more hearty and I'm going steak tips. At least the Super Bowl party that I tend to frequent, there's always a little bit of a steak tips there. You can throw them in some sub rolls, you know, Dom steak tips, uh, you know, local favorite up here in the Boston area. Those. That's fair. Yeah. Throw those in some sub rolls, make some sandwiches. Uh, definitely. Definitely a hit. It's something that's going to fill you up a little bit more than just snacking on potato chips all night because after a while of that, you're going to just start feeling gross. You need a little bit of something well, in the stomach. The wings are pretty filling. I mean, that's like our main. I don't consider wings filling. I could eat so many chicken wings without ever being full. Ideally, I'd probably make like burgers, but typically it's just too hands-on like you want the food to be done when you get there and then sit down watch the game and that's it not gonna hate on pizza either 
He just show up with some pizzas. Uh, That's a win. We had flatbreads the last game day, but regular traditional pizza is definitely the way to go. Football pizza. Oh, yes. As Prez says. He knows his pizza. Uh, He does. That's a barstool pizza review reference (laughs) for those of you that are not familiar. Um, I think that's enough for food. Um, I say we get into some drinks. Now, we're not going to go to the cocktails just yet. We are going to start with off-the-shelf drinks that you can go buy at any supermarket, any liquor store, whatever you have around. Um, I'm, we're going to talk our favorites, definitely uh, ones that you'll stock up on for the big game. And keep in mind here, it's a long game. It's a big event. You're going to want something that you're going to be drinking for a few hours that's not going to make you feel gross. So as good as they are, a nice heavy uh, craft ale might not be the best option for you. So I'm going to start off by saying basic domestic beer. I know for a craft food and beverage podcast, you probably shouldn't be bringing those up too much. But if you're talking, having a few during a long game, there'll be a lot less filling and uh, they won't get you quite as bombed as, you know, some you know 10% ABV double IPAs if you're crushing those during the game. Well, when you're saying that, which are we name are we not name dropping? Are we no? It will name drop. I mean, this kind of goes against the fact that they're not that heavy. But a blue moon is always one of my favorites when it comes to the big it's names. Like that doesn't count. Why doesn't that count? Well, blue moon's a heavier beer. Than it's like heavier, a... but it's low ABV. I'm thinking you're so referring to like Bud Light. I I don't drink Bud Light <laughs> really. I mean, but Paul usually has the, a box of Coronas. I have the Bud yeah. Heavies, the Bud Wises on my list. And Coronas I also have on my list as well. That's not really domestic because technically it's a cerveza. It's Mexican, although we all, let's not kid ourselves here. We all know it's a domestic beer. We but, either have, occasionally we'll have like Dos Equis in there if he's feeling crazy. But I don't drink enough beer to really worry about it so i personally would get myself like ipswich ale and just drink ipswich ale like that's i would only have a couple and i would just make it last like i don't or have like a mixed drink after so but i wouldn't tell me a little bit about your ipswich ale because you know we're here we're a craft beer podcast i guess partly (laughs) so tell me about your ipswich ale is that what kind of beer is that is it an ipa is it a lager what are we talking so they're their original is a classic style pale ale and it's good. And then they all, they sell like one of those mixed packs. So we usually get like a mixed pack and then we'll, you'll have a couple different ones. I think that one, that one's really good. And then, I mean, you can't really go wrong with a classic. That's just the truth. Um, but they also have their, I think it's a Pilsner is pretty good. And their, um, they have a West Coast IPA, but that's definitely a little heavier. So definitely. maybe maybe too much for casual, but oh, depends on how I'm feeling. I'm going to bring my favorite drink list home, getting back to kind of craft, back to what we're all about here. And I'm going to talk night shift, another local favorite, but not just any t- night shift. When I'm talking sessionable, you know, going to drink it. Perfect for a big game. Perfect for having a few of the Whirlpool. Yeah, that one came to mind for me too. Perfectly crushable, sippable, delicious. One of my favorites. Uh, Typically a staple, you know, in my beer fridge. Uh, Definitely one that I think would be a perfect one to turn to for a big game. 
Well, the last game day, we were actually drinking the Amherst Brewing because that's what we had, and we it was good. True. And I actually, I actually drank. Yeah, I had a few of those over the course of a few days. I think I had. Oof, was it the Highway to Hellas Lager during the last game was one that I had. And then I rounded it off. I drank the Britney IPA the other night while watching The Bachelor with Alex. <laughs> Different uh, kind of game day. Is Britney in the show? No, I don't think so. Because <laughs> that would have been really fitting. <laughs> I asked, I asked Alex, hey, is there a Britney? I was just like, no, I don't think so. Ah, too bad. That would have been a great photo op, but. What I would love to have, I just don't have any because I don't live close enough to buy it, would be some of those Yes Brewing Sours. I would love one of those. That would be like a great, great one to just like kick back and enjoy for a while. Lucky for you, you do know someone that lives <laughs> in the same town as Yes Brewing. So if you ever want any of their beers, I can easily go grab one. But then I'll have to teleport myself to Westbrook to pick them up. You don't have to teleport yourself to do that. <laughs> we can, there's other ways we can figure out without inventing teleportation for you to magically appear in Westbrook. If you had that sort of device, you wouldn't have to worry about the distance between, you know, an hour and a half between you and that. Well, Drizzly was just sold for like a billion dollars to Uber. So maybe we need a cross state lines booze delivery service. Long distance Drizzly. <laughs> yep. Order from your favorite breweries, states away. <laughs> Extremely. There you go. Do you have any other uh, favorite drinks that you're going to have? Super Bowl, obviously, is the uh, big event now, but any sort of game day, big night that you're going to, you know, be sipping on something for a few hours, something that you have to have? Well, we definitely don't do wine, so I'll rule that out. Uh, yeah, that doesn't seem like a great it's, pick for a big game. Makes you too relaxed. You gotta, beer's the way to go. Or, we're not into that yet, but definitely like mixed drinks, like a like a mark or something like that. Something you can batch up, make a lot of for everybody. You could. You could just get this huge, like, what do they call them? Pitcher. Pitchers. Yeah. Fill them up. Make some sort of fancy cocktail and have it ready to go. Sidebar, while we're here talking about wine, wine lately has been giving me the worst headaches for some reason. I don't know if I'm getting old. Maybe you're ripe, dehydrated when you're drinking. My ripe age is 23, but I'm drink, I drink one glass of wine and I feel perfectly fine, but then all of a sudden I get hit with this pounding headache. Typically, it's because you're dehydrated. That's probably it. That's, it's just the truth. I didn't know that was a thing. It is a thing. <laughs> it's any booze, really. Yeah, it doesn't happen to me with like beer, though. Whiskey or anything like that, either. If I have a glass of whiskey or something, cocktail, just wine. Wine just kills me, specifically red wine. You know, hey, I'm up, drinking coffee at the moment. The hydrate it's like 930, up. So. Well, I guess... Uh, we can get into the cocktails then because that's what I'm drinking. So I'll lead it off. Right now, tonight, I am drinking your standard uh, classic dark and stormy. It's a spiced rum cocktail. Spiced rum, looking at that sort of Caribbean flavor where the pirates were at for the Wish Buccaneers. I wish I was in the Caribbean. For Tommy Brady and the Buccaneers down in Florida there. Uh, that's what I'm going to be drinking during the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. um, typical dark and stormy is going to be probably like 
equal parts ginger beer and spice rum with a little bit of lime juice and then garnish it with the lime. Uh, I also found another variation of it that is kind of a, I think it was Sailor Jerry, you know, the big kind of spice rum type company. I think they came out with this one, but it actually turns the Dark and Stormy into a beer cocktail, which I thought was a pretty cool twist on it that kind of blends it and might make it even more drinkable to, I guess, add some volume to it, at least without adding a ton of alcohol uh, for a game day. Um, it's going to be three ounces of spiced rum, uh, three ounces of ginger beer, so equal parts there, a couple dashes of hot sauce. So, you know, that's always a hit for me when I see that in a recipe. Uh, an ounce of, top it off with an ounce of lager. So for this one, I ended up, whatever, you know, local domestic lager you have lying around, Budweiser, Miller Lite, whatever it is, uh, and then throw in some lime to garnish. What are your thoughts on that cocktail, Bianca? Is it something you're going to try or is it something that disgusts you? Sounds good. I actually don't think I've ever had a Dark and Stormy. So. I think this is the first Dark and Stormy I've ever had. The one that I've been drinking tonight. It's, oh, yeah. Spoiler. I, I forgot. I was going to tell everyone it. later. Yeah, that's what I've been drinking tonight. Dark and Stormy. Perfect. I batched it up. I doubled up the cocktail recipe. Made it in a shaker with some ice so it's nice and cold. Threw it in the fridge while I was drinking some of it. And I've just been sipping it throughout the night. So perfect type of cocktail that you can batch a few ingredients throw it together not something that I'm not really worried about presentation when it comes to the Super Bowl I'm not sitting here uh doing any sort of cocktail jujitsu or anything trying to make them look all pretty for pictures I'm just making a whole bunch of it keeping it cold so that people can drink it throughout the game so I'm going earlier in the day cocktail that I wouldn't even drink wait 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 wait, wait. How early in the day? We're are talking we talking like, tailgating early, like 12? Are we talking yeah, breakfast? Yeah, like early afternoon, like afternoon hours before so you're into the beer. About three like, hours pre-Super Bowl. This is Right at the beginning of people coming over. They're out there stretching, that, they're practicing their field goals, they're getting, there, they're getting ready to go. Yeah, and you're getting your buzz this. on. That's I'm talking about that time. We're doing, and I'm calling it, and I've, I probably should do this now to put my money where my mouth is, but an extra point bloody mary bar you got bloody marys you got two different kinds spicy and regular we did this last week and then just all the fixings for the bloody marys so you got shrimp celery bacon whatever you want to put in there olives i don't know people put all sorts of stuff in their bloody marys we pickles like we bought everything for those little skewers and like let people make their own bloody marys and so you have extra point. I call it the extra point because you can put whatever you want in there and it's going to be good. Bloody Mary bar. What if you want to go for two? Can you double up? I mean, <laughs> depends on how much mix is left. We'll have to get double, but I'm in for the, yeah, go for two. Now, what if <laughs> you don't like Bloody Marys? Because as you know, your brother over here hates tomatoes. I mean, I and don't like drinking straight up tomato juice. I don't drink them. So your I, your go to Super Bowl cocktails something that you won't even drink because you don't like them. All of our other people that come here love them. So it's like I'm the only person that's missing out. I'll just make myself like a mimosa or something. I'll just start with the beer. I don't. 
I'll have coffee and then I'll just get into the regular booze. And Irish just... coffee. There you go. You're talking a morning kind of afternoon beverage anyway. Get it going with an Irish coffee. That's fair. I could do that. Realistically, I'll be the one that's cooking anyway, so I'll be too busy. So I brought a second one to the table today because the other one. All right. So my first one, I did find that Sailor Jerry sort of spiced rum beer cocktail recipe. But my first pick really is just going to be a traditional dark and stormy because, you know, it's easier to batch if you don't include the beer and everything. It's good. It's tasty. It's a classic. Um, so that's kind of my classic cocktail pick. And your classic cocktail pick, I guess, would be sort of the Bloody Mary. But my second one is actually another beer cocktail that I found. It's a little bit more up my alley. That is a bourbon and honey beer cocktail. So you're going to mix one ounce of bourbon with a half ounce of lemon juice, half a teaspoon of honey, one dash of aromatic bitters. So throw in some uh, bitters in there and then mix it all up with a 12 ounce, you know, lager. Something like one thing that I get in my fridge right now, like a Coors Banquet, I think would work well with this. Some sort of, uh, you know, light alcohol domestic beer that you're going to be able to drink a bunch of mix. It's not going to be too, you know, if you throw something super hoppy and they're super crazy, something like an IPA is probably going to be overpowering and it won't work too well. But if just like a basic, you know, mellow beer will work. I haven't tried this one. I haven't tried it yet. I'm going to try it at some point this week. Probably during Super Bowl Sunday, but we'll, we'll see. Perfect time to try something new. Our team's not in there, so there's no traditions here we have to uphold. Our team's not in there, but my guy's in there. Yeah, but that is And Gronk. Good. You know Gronk's going to be having a few beers after that win if they win it. <laughs> I would think so. I'm going to go, so earlier statement. Bloody Mary is not my classic cocktail. I mean, it is kind of a classic cocktail, but it's- Bloody Mary is a classic cocktail. You think? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can twist it up. You can do your spicy, you can add a bunch of stuff, but a Bloody Mary is 100% a classic cocktail. So for mine, for my next cocktail, we're going to go, and this is definitely something I probably will and would have on a game day. We're going to call it our- Touchdown margarita. I'm getting real themed in here. So touchdown margarita. Your extra spicy margarita with ghost tequila. I made one of those the other night, but it wasn't football themed. (laughs) You know, it's not really football themed. I just kind of threw the name in there. But the way I would make it and that we've made it before would be... I'm trying to remember all the ingredients off the top of my head. Ghost tequila, lime juice, lime seltzer water, obviously like freshly squeezed lime wedges dropped in there. And I feel like I'm missing anything. So here's where you and I differ. I didn't go, cla- you know, traditional fresh margarita. I have some Agalima store-bought margarita mix that I mixed up with mine. And it was still delicious. Agalima. I don't even know what that is. It's a brand, I guess. I don't know. It's what I they had at my liquor store. But I've had that. Oh, that's a good one. I've had that one before. Is that a good one? Yeah. It was good. It was good. So that's the easier way to do it. 
And I think that's also probably a much easier way to batch it. If we're talking Super Bowl, we're talking making stuff that people can drink, you know, for the big game the whole time. That's not necessarily true. Are you going to, how many? Buy a carton of lime juice. How many? A a, a whole gallon of soda water. How many fresh limes are you going to get sliced up and garnished with each of these glasses and make them all fancy? Where? Well, that, that's the easiest part. You just put your glasses out. You cut your lime wedges up ahead of time. People are going to be using lime wedges in their beers anyway. And they get all dried out and all that. And, you know, a little... Not wrinkly. if you drink them fast enough. You could easily batch the, the margarita part. I think it's much easier, and most people would agree, to batch a pre-mixed margarita mix with the tequila. Then you just ratio it up. You just say, okay, there's this many ounces in this bottle. There's this many ounces that goes tequila mix it up you're done beautiful sound effect too now you're making me want a margarita <laughs> maybe if you uh just had some aguilima in that fridge behind you you could just <laughs> mix them right up with your ghost tequila I just instead prefer, of making them all fresh i prefer the fresh margaritas i don't disagree i don't disagree but especially i mean if you're preparing maybe but i just don't always have a bunch of fresh limes at my disposal I mean, if I was having like a massive Super Bowl party, I probably wouldn't make margaritas at all. I'd probably just say, have some beer. Like I (laughs) put seltzers in the fridge. Like that's the kind of stuff people wanted. Like when you're having a big party. Lady, this is a Super Bowl episode. This is what we're talking about. Yeah, but right now we're- If that was your real pick, why didn't you say that earlier in the favorite drinks episode uh, segment? What? (laughs) Yeah, seltzer and beer, no cocktails. I don't- Prefer seltzer. Obviously, if I had seltzer, I might even bring it up. I'd have to have the Amherst one I had last week, but I'm saying, <laughs> and you also said, same thing with the Bloody Marys. I don't necessarily like them, but most people like them, and most people that come here bring want or bring seltzer. So you got to have something for everybody, and they can bring their own seltzer. You don't have fair. to supply that for them. If there's like less than 10 people, margaritas are fine. But if there's more than 10 people, which no one's doing because of COVID, so no need to worry about this that. This anyway. Sunday, there's going to be two people. It's going to be me. I guess three if you count my dog. But it's going to be me. It's going to be my girlfriend. It's going to be my dog. And chances are, it's just going to really be me sitting on the couch watching the game anyway, for the most part. But I'm just thinking about this guy for this weekend, what I'm going to want to be drinking. And I know for sure I'm getting some potato chips. I'm getting some chicken wings. I don't know what else. And maybe some steak tips. We'll see. But I'll have some good beers in there. I will for sure be making myself one or two Super Bowl cocktails. And maybe I'll even prime it off with an early in the day tailgate cocktail starting around noon for the big I think game. you should make a touchdown margarita. I, I should I rebrand my Super Bowl cocktails. I can have the <laughs> safety spiced rum beer cocktail and the <laughs> safety and the yeah. big and the big blitz bourbon and honey beer cocktail the big that's a good name right there i there like that there you go <laughs> i like that big blitz bourbon and beer cocktail i yes. kind of missed the, it it yes. could have just said super bowl spiced rum and beer cocktail that's kind of that's probably an easier and better name but yeah i think so safety is questionable Hey, there was a safety. Was it? A Nobody wants ago? their cocktail to be safe. I mean, it's boozy. <laughs> I'd rather have my cocktail be safe than be a sack. 
Okay. Oh, boy. Perfect. You want to start a new segment tonight? Oh, no. Ready? Cocktail book. Open up to a random page. This is Shake Strain Done. J.M. Hirsch. I just pulled it off. The, I now have a bookshelf right next to my desk. So it's easy for us to do this. Would you so like me to go get my book? No, 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 no. I, this is all going to be random. Straight off my bookshelf. I'm going to open up to a random page. We're going to pick a cocktail. And this is also going to make our Super Bowl cocktail list. Are you ready? Oh, okay. All right. Tell me when. My finger's moving back and forth in the pages. We're playing like cocktail roulette right now. Yep. I'll stop when you tell me when. When? Stopped. The Twisted Brit. This is gin masquerading as whiskey. The, like the only British cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> in a surprising cocktail that tastes nothing like the ingredients suggest it should. And in such a great way. The vermouth brings sweet herbal notes that totally change the taste of the gin from peppery to smooth and smoky. For a zestier version, add half an ounce of ginger liqueur. This is strong and it is smoky. There is lemon zest, two ounces of gin, one ounce of sweet vermouth, half an ounce of orange liqueur, a dash of Angostura bitters. I actually, I've never seen this cocktail before. I think I'd really like it. It seems like a gin version of like an old fashioned. Well, I made his lemon, the lemon bush when we first got that book and it was very good. And that had gin in it. What was the other one that I made? It was the, it was the honey something, right? JM's got the interesting flavors down. He knows his stuff. He knows he his cocktails. He does. And that was fun. So maybe I'll have to make that one. Twisted Brit for all you out there listening. That's going to make our Super Bowl cocktail list. Sounds good to me. All right, Bianca, do you have anything else to wrap with before we sign off for tonight and get ready for this game coming up? I don't, I don't think so. But now I want to go like make all these cocktails, so... I want to go eat a bunch of potato chips and chicken wings. I'm not there yet. That's definitely like a, I just ate dinner though. So I can't, I just, I'm not hungry. So it's, you, you haven't eaten dinner. So you're, you know, the food. I haven't getting. eaten since like 2.30 today. I'm starving. Again, for those listening, that's seven and a half hours. I need to get some food in me. Starting to dream about honey buns and slim jims <laughs> well i think that that covers it Thanks, i hope you're all i hope you're all excited for the game making some good stuff i was about to try to do like my best announcer voice but i don't remember the closing line of like when they clip i'm thinking of the dun, 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 you know when they at the end Charge? of the charge, <laughs> of... no, at the end of the what football section, the end of the football segment, you know, like at the end of the shows, that one, yeah. Alex hates that whenever the game ends and I'm playing the NFL network or something that plays, she always gets so annoyed because I watch it on the app on the Roku and it just plays in the loop forever. And it's that theme song. <laughs> well, 
Well, anyway, Bianca, tell them where they can find us online and on social media. Head to the blog to make our awesome wontons. Just saying, they're pretty fire, literally. Um, but you can also find us at Uncorked Corner everywhere you go uncorkedcorner.com, Uncorked Corner on every social media platform you can think of. And of course, here on the podcast. So we got some cool stuff coming Which out. Which can be listened to on any podcast streaming platform. As you know, because you're already listening to us if you're listening to this episode. That's, true. <laughs> That's the truth. That's true. And while you're at it, don't forget to hit subscribe so that we get those. Uh, you can have it downloaded automatically right on your phone. So you don't have to worry about it. You're going for a drive. You're not going to have to worry about signal cutting in and out expensive data charges from your cell phone provider it will be right there it'll be oh. downloaded on your phone we're getting real storage okay we're getting real here you know what if you have unlimited service then you don't have to worry about you it. ever go on for a nice doing an ad for Verizon, so. if you ever have to go <laughs> for an hour and a half drive up to yes brewing to pick up your sour beers and you want to listen to the uncork corner podcast but don't want to pay a bunch of roaming fees and data charges i do listen to most of our episodes i'm back I listen. I listen to them all with fresh ears in the car. I don't Why listen to you? hardly any of them at home. It's almost always in the car. They're so great. I know. They're wonderful. They are killing it. I think that's good. I think, I think good they've too. had enough of us, Bianca. I think so. Cheers! I look forward Cheers. to drinking some Super Bowl cocktails this weekend and eating some delicious, delicious unhealthy food while watching Tom Brady beat. Okay, notice I haven't really said the Bucks much. I'm a Tom Brady fan, also a Gronk fan. We'll see. But we're going to see them beat the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend. That's my final prediction. And Tom Brady is going to be a champion once again at a different game. I don't know where I was going with that. I was going to say, I was going to throw out a number, but what is it? Is this going to be his seventh Super Bowl? I just when wish I could wins. see. I just want to see Alex's face behind you because I find her probably the most entertaining. It's okay. I have the door shut. She's probably out there <laughs> shaking her head. She can probably hear every word. Oh. Oh, I think we should sign off for tonight. I think you're good. Cheers, everybody. Cheers.